Welcome to Tenant Men. I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by Kevin, and together we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film, Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team traveling in reverse. How's it going, Kevin? <laughs> it's good. I, I got a crazy, we got crazy things to talk about today on my minute so you're gonna i'm gonna be asking a lot of you you're can you prep yourself by starting to imagine yourself as if you are a car an inverted (laughs) car and then i'm gonna at a certain point i'm gonna ask you a certain series of questions (laughs) to see Uh, if we're in alignment on how these things work but uh yeah I, I can't wait. I mean, this is the uh, the culmination of quantum mechanics and auto mechanics. <laughs> yes, yes. We're gonna have to. We're gonna dive into some 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 of the real head scratchy things we delved into earlier in this experiment. Uh, we'll be <laughs> revisiting. I think uh, this is good. My minute is a little uneventful, so. Uh, my next minute gets a little bit, a little bit crazier, but this one, this one isn't super intense. So we can spend a lot of time on your minute. Yeah. There are uh, seven before... words spoken in my minute, but it's, I have <laughs> two pages worth of notes and diagrams. <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. Um, did you have any, uh, any kind of fun non-tenant stuff to discuss before we oh, jump into it? I've seen some movies. Um, I did see Air. You had seen that, right? No, I want to see Air. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? I I, I recommend it's a it's a very well made movie. I don't know if it's I don't know. People were saying like Oscar buzz on it, but I don't think so. I think it's just a well made <laughs> crafted movie. <laughs> we haven't seen like Affleck and Matt Damon together in a long time, right? No, I saw them together in the theater in two thousand and one. Because I saw Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, which uh, I'm guessing you skipped. <laughs> that is also I don't watch. I don't recall. Wait, 2000, 2021. 2021, yes, sorry. Yes, I did see that, actually. I did mm-hmm. see that movie, and it was pretty good. Before that movie, they had not done a movie together for like 18 years or something like that. Well, like, they have a cameo in a Kevin Smith movie. Right, like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> yeah, that's like right? 2002. We we like yeah, that's that's and a long time ago. Yeah, is if well, has there been anything since then? I don't know. Kevin Smith has done a like, lot of I weird be stuff. So, they might have popped up in one of those other reboots or something. Yeah, maybe. Or been in the same thing, but not in the same scene. They're barely in the last duel together, and they hate each other. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a good movie. I I, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we agree on something. Yeah, my that, that I think that's my favorite working director is Ridley Scott. Yeah. Okay. We should do a we should do a Ridley Scott best like top ten in order. 
and I'll do mine. You do yours. <laughs> and oh, I got you some see, weird like, ones. Because I like his terrible movies. He makes, I mean, the guy, the guy's a beast. He makes, he like, has made, made like, he has made terrible movies, but he's also made amazing movies. Wait, what's your, yeah. let's just, can we just do number one? Can we spoil it? What's number one for you? I think I know my number oh, one. Oh, I'm guessing you're going to say Gladiator. I am going to say, I finally watched one of his first movies. It's called The Duelist for, I think it's like 1977 or maybe even earlier. It's about two guys in the Napoleonic War who get into a series of duels like and almost kill each other each time uh, over the course of Na- Napoleon campaigns into Russia, into uh, the, the Iberian Peninsula. You never see any battles. It's just all set in these duels, and you assume the battles take place in between. Um, absolutely fantastic movie. I would say that's my favorite of his. Wow. Okay. I don't one, even yeah. know that one, but yeah, now I, now I kind of want to see that. And yeah, I, I, of course I say gladiator. <laughs> yes, I knew. Yeah. He's also Glad- uh, it's, it's at the really bottom of the movie. list. I think he did gods, uh, the Egyptian, oh, what's the name of the Egyptians? Gods movie. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> he did a Robin hood movie, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Hood. I think it was hood with, with Russell Crowe, uh, there's yes, there's so many bad Robin Hood movies. Uh, there are <laughs> no, a lot of bad Robin Hood movies. They cannot recapture that magic from Disney or from Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner, I even mean, like, even yeah. Men in, even Men in Tights was like, better. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it like movie. that thing that once you do the satire, you can never take it seriously again? Um. No, I have to believe someone could make a good Robin Hood movie. I just have mm. to believe it's possible. Can't believe there has been another cartoon version. I don't, Kevin, like Alan Rickman, was like the greatest like villain in that Robin is a, Hood history. That is a crazy movie. Just to revisit, <laughs> I revisited it recently, and it's like there's like such disgusting things that happen in it. Like people are like spit <laughs> dripping from their mouths, and it's yeah, like, it's it's very it went real. Yeah, I will also I just want to mention what we're mentioning Ridley Scott. There was one movie on his list I had not seen. It's called A Good Year, also starring Russell Crowe. And we were staying in an Airbnb, me and my wife. Uh, we were running a marathon in Bend, Oregon, and on the shelf. Like this movie's not streaming anywhere. On the shelf, she had a bunch of uh, DVDs from Blockbuster because the last Blockbuster is in Bend, Oregon. Um, you can get them for like a buck, two bucks there. And they had a good year. <laughs> and I sat down and watched it that night. And I, it's just like kind of like a romantic comedy about a guy who is a Wall Street businessman who accidentally like inherits a vineyard in France that's like, you know and then like he goes there and it's all run down and the guy and the carekeeper's kind of like a drunk and <laughs> hijinks ensue and i'm just like ridley scott directed this dude I think it's, the guy's got range he's got range <laughs> i i honestly was watching going i think this was just an excuse for ridley scott and Marcel crow to take like a tour of france together uh, <laughs> maybe and they, yeah, they made a just- movie <laughs> as if they needed a reason but okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh top 10 ridley scott films in order coming at you next week i will have it yeah yeah Yeah, i will too that's our homework 
uh, on top of our normal homework of <laughs> analyzing one minute of the film Tenet week over week. So let's jump into it. Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, this is episode 63. I'm at minute marker 6221 to 6321. Um, we left off last week. We were on the yacht and Seder was giving the protagonist his backstory and how he took a contract from the Russian government to dig up some plutonium that exploded off of a warhead. Um, and in the process we see, he uncovered like a big suitcase full of gold and instructions that ultimately are uh, part of the tenant organization. So we left off last week with Seder saying, I staked my claim in the new Russia uh, because he killed the other dude that was with him. Uh, the real so Seder, the real Andre Seder, <laughs> the real, the real Seder. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we go back to the yacht. There's actually, there's no more flashbacks now. We're back to the yacht. And Seder says, even now, my company is the only one to operate in the ruins, right? Which is mm-hmm. telling us, hey, like he uh, he owns, uh, what is it, the that, that town, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now the protagonist says, uh, totally ignoring or not even like not even acknowledging any of Seder's like troubled past right the protagonist Mm -hmm. just you know jumps right back into it the 241 is being transported through northern europe on its way to the long-term nuclear storage depot in in triest triest uh i'm told you have these places yeah no yeah (laughs) i'm told you have resources in Tallinn. uh Tallinn, whatever uh Seder takes a you know he's like staring down the protagonist he takes a drink of his uh he takes a sip of his vodka and now Seder uh, does his part of completely ignoring the protagonist. These two can't communicate. Um, Seder just says, stay with us tonight. I insist. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Hospitality um, above they, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We keep an yeah. eye on you too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just, it, and it also just sounds so ominous. Like if a Russian dude says, stay with us, I insist. Uh I'm like, I'm going to do everything I can to get out of there. But Mr. Mr. Bonds, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so Seder gets up and starts to walk away into his room. Um, there's like these automatic like Star Wars type doors that start closing. Um, <laughs> but he's also like grabbing a belt as if he's going to like go beat some children. I don't really I don't really know what's going on there. Hmm. <laughs> um. But that's the end of that scene, which brings us to 63 minutes, exactly 63 minute mark, 21 oh, seconds to go in a minute. Quick. Yeah. Um, we have an exterior view of the yacht. The sun is setting. It looks amazing. Um, and then we cut to Kat's stateroom. She is putting the gun in her jewelry box and then she hears Seder approaching her room. So she quickly closes it like jumps into bed with a book as if she's been there, like reading it the whole time. It's super smooth. Mm -hmm. Um, As she gets into bed, Seder opens the door and he comes in. He starts removing his cufflinks. Cat just, you know, immediately, what do you want? Seder says, we're going to talk about today because she tried to kill him earlier this day, if you recall. Mm -hmm. And Cat, (laughs) real ballsy. No, we're not. (laughs) I love that. We're going to talk about today. No, we're not. You tried to kill me. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> anyway, that's really the end of my minute. Uh, okay. I told you it was kind of uneventful. Some dialogue, a little break in scene. Uh, next week gets a little bit more intense. But yeah, that's it. No time travel. 
no no reverse chronology no no hijinks no nothing oh okay yeah in the script i was noticing she moves a gun uh in that early setup scene she yeah i think i said yeah. that she puts the oh, gun yeah. in her jewelry box in the jewelry box she yeah hears... but she in the script it says she moves it from under a mattress like she's going to leave it there oh. and then she decides to put it someplace else like she was planning another assassination attempt in midstream gotcha Interesting, interesting. And then decided against it, I guess, or I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that stage direction is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into this. This is complicated okay, we're, minute we're that you have. In, we're jumping right into the, the heart <laughs> of the, the car chase. And um, so you are an Audi. Um, I want you to... I'm, I'm the Audi. The Audi <laughs> is... Uh... Oh, that so that car... I think is also inverted. Yeah, it's inverted. Yeah. Yes, it is but the inverted un, car. Uninverted. Ca- yeah, uninverted car. cat is in the Audi. Yeah. All by herself, Seder just got out. That's where we're starting off. Because if you remember in my last minute, they were pulled from the Audi and brought to the uh, interrogation um, in the turnstile. How does um, Seder get out? Another car pulls up on the other side. And they do a reverse of what we're going to talk about. Gotcha. Okay. Which also, all this needs to be discussed. Why that's necessary. <laughs> how is the car accelerating? Um, how brakes versus acceleration work in an inverted car? Okay, we'll get to that. So, but just imagine you're an okay. Audi, you were bought in Oslo, you're a European model, um, you know. Uh, you were put into a turnstile. <laughs> you came back. Because <laughs> remember, we're kind of in Sater's perspective as we go back through this. So the la- the first thing Sater did was go to that gunfight, fi- gun basically put Cat and the protagonist in this car so that this could play out. This is where he's depositing her. And he guess, I, I, I guess the idea is they need to play out what happened, but also it gives them an opportunity to go search other places for the 241 if they don't have to deal with Kat and the protagonist and Neil. Well, no, um, no, no, no. Hold on a second. He, <laughs> from Sater's perspective, he's already shot Kat. Yes. Right? Because he's traveling. Yeah. But and now he's, yeah. yeah. But Kat's he's inverted, going... so he basically unshot her. He did shoot but her, he... but he is dragging Kat into this gunfight in reverse. Because right, he's inverted and she's not. Yeah, okay. But remember, you're also an Audi. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll just I'll play your game, but I I have questions. Wait till we too. get to the the back end of this. Okay, so we start off at one hour twenty one minutes twenty one seconds. The door of the Audi, which Cat is in, is inverted, has been opened, and also the door of the BMW, which Neil and the protagonist are in, are clashing together. The um, Audi is reversing uh, at full speed, seeming to pick up speed as it goes backwards um, into tr- into a, a, a traffic jam um, uh, 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 that we that we can see coming on. Uh, Neil is frantically driving to match the speed, which indicates that the car is somehow accelerating backwards, even though there's no driver. Um, because if it was just cruising it wouldn't be that hard for Neil to match speeds. 
but he's having trouble and that's why the doors are slamming into each other. We get a quick <laughs> glimpse of the uh, the protagonist uh, taking a breath before he makes the uh, leap of faith, the jump. And that happens. I'm going to start giving you second markers here because <laughs> this cuts so quickly. So the jump occurs one hour, 21 minutes, 31 seconds. Within one second, y- you can see him jumping over the front seats, uh, reaching for the brake. And then we have that scene where he can't, he either can't reach the brake or he's unable to to use the car because it is inverted and he is not. It's kind of like him trying to pick up the inverted bullet. He has to he has to imagine he's already pressed it. Uh, that and then we cut away from that. So we we hold on the brake for uh, two full seconds from <laughs> 32 seconds to 34 seconds. My impression is that he can't physically reach it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 well, that's a question, right? Because Kat was also able to unlock the child box to open the door in the back with her foot mm-hmm. in my next minute, which she wouldn't know how to use an inverted object. Right. But we learned earlier in, from our knowledge of other objects, an, an, an uninverted person doesn't really know how to maneuver an ob- an, uh, an inverted object properly, right? There's a learning curve there. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to translate to cars for some reason. Yeah. So whether it's, so whether he's unable to reach it or he's just unable to press it because he has to have pressed it and it takes him a second to figure that out. I I, I don't know. It's also in Nolan's, like pantheon of dreamlike sequences where you 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 need to do something in a dream and you just can't do it like right you can't op- you can never open the door before the killer is coming to get you in a dream <laughs> you know you can't fit through the hallway like an in inception yeah yeah th- this is kind of like that imagery a little bit so after after the break uh, we cut to uh, outside image of the audi reversing into traffic we then cut back he's able to successfully push the brake that occurs at 35 seconds <laughs> and we see the <laughs> does he actually oh, push on the brake yeah you see his hand push on the brake okay so it cuts to at 35 seconds it cuts to the outside of the audio reversing into traffic 36 seconds it cuts back to the brake and it's successfully pushed and then at 37 seconds it cuts back to the outside we see it start to screech to a halt and then the door closes that was open previously i also have questions about doors being able to be opened while a car is traveling in certain directions. <laughs> I don't know if you we have, have time to, have to discuss that. You had you had to have closed the door. <laughs> well, here's my question. If if you're driving a car forwards down the highway at highway speeds, how hard is it to open a door? Probably not very hard, right? Wouldn't the wind resistance be pushing on the door as you drive forward? Some dude just opened, uh, you know, the door of an airplane on a on a jetliner while it was landing. That's pressurized, but that's harder to open than a car door. So no, because the pressure of an airplane it, is pushing out. No, no, it's like at full speed, it's impossible to open the aircraft door because uh, it, it's like it's something like twelve hundred pounds. Like you would have to push like twelve hundred pounds to open that door. 
that's how much pressure is coming from the outside on the, the airplane cabin door. Okay. Um, but while it's slowing down uh, at only like 200 miles an hour, you can open it. And some dude just did it in, in South Korea. Um, so if that guy could open a jetliner uh, cabin door, then you or I could open a car door at 60 miles an hour. Would it stay open unassisted is my question. Well, it's, it's, it's inverted. So who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. That's where I was like, uh, let's skip over the doors. <laughs> I have four pages of notes on the doors. <laughs> but we'll skip plus, over. plus, if it's we got to get to the break, we got to get to how the break works. <laughs> well, if, and if it's in, if it's inverted, then the door really wants to open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's begging to be opened. <laughs> Uh, moving past the doors, there might be a paradox there. It might not be. I, I, I don't want to spend more time on it. <laughs> we got other stuff. Um, then uh, at 40 seconds, we cut to Neil frantically breaking his car. Why he was still pacing this car at the same speed is, is like he yeah. should have. As soon as Protagonist jumped off, he could have hit the brakes at any time. Or um, just gotten in front of it, right? And like slowed it down. Or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's questions here. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Neil breaks the car. Um, He gets out. As soon as he does, a Subaru pulls up. Um, So now we got three cars, the BMW. Neil was in. Audi, Cat, and the protagonists are in. And the Subaru pulls up with henchmen. Um, I think it's Volkov and and crew. Um, And they start shooting at Neil as he gets out of the BMW. Neil starts uh, shooting back. 58 seconds into my uh minute or at uh, the 21 minute 58 second mark um is when neil uh, calls out to the protagonist sit tight i'm calling in the cavalry so this is mm-hmm. neil calling ives um to which we cut back to the inside of the bmw um and we hear uh, we see the protagonist call into the microphone what cavalry is the only dialogue I have. At which point, a Mercedes crashes into the BMW, throwing Cat and the protagonist around the inside. Then we, uh, so we see the outside of the crash. Then we cut back to the inside of the BMW, and we see the protagonist being uh, pulled out. I think it's by Volkov, but all the henchmen kind of mm-hmm. look the same. There's one guy with a beard, and there's two bald guys. So. One of them probably is Volkov. Um, and they're pulling them out. And in a second, we'll see them walking into the turnstile. Um, uh, we see um, a cat being pulled by a backwards inverted satyr um, into the, or being pulled into the turnstile on one side of the fence. And the protagonist and the henchmen are putting him into the other side of the fence. So going back. Um, from that, knowing that perspective that Seder is backwards and he's taking Cat into this inverted scene from his perspective. Also, the car is in the same perspective. So basically, they are putting, instead of taking her out, they're putting her in to the BMW, which is inverted, right? So from the BMW's perspective, people just got into the BMW, Right. Okay. Okay. Um, how does the BMW start moving? You're the BMW. I'm sorry. 
the Audi. You're the Audi, right? They're being put. In, oh, I'm sorry. I might have gotten the cars confused towards the end. They're being put into the inverted car, the inverted um, Audi. How does that inverted Audi start moving? From whose perspective? From the from an inverted perspective. From, from the an car's perspe perspective. A, from a car's perspective. Sater and a goon get in and take it away. No, but there's no driver. Okay, let me ask this. Oh my god, per, per, I I, hey, I know what you're saying, and I don't know the answer. And like, I'm okay. I'm the really answer confused right now. The <laughs> movie's answer is the car starts moving when he presses the brake. Now, oh. take this take this away. Say you're just an Audi. You're sitting there. You're inverted. But it's like in the middle of a highway. Like, so how did it get there? I that's like that, that that's my big paradox <laughs> of the car chase scene right now is i but i've kind of answered all the other questions i had about it and this one is the one that stumps me um just like if you take what we know about guns because we know a lot about how inverted guns work inverted bullets work right like an invert bullet you pull the trigger it fires a bullet but it's inverted so it looks like it's sucking the bullet back up. But from the gun's perspective, it's doing one thing. It's shooting out because that's all guns do. It shoots things out of them. A car is more complex <laughs> because let's say, so an inverted car, you got into an inverted car and you step on the gas. What happens? It stops. Does I it? I don't it know. Would go, wouldn't it go backwards? I don't know. <laughs> What's the opposite of go? It's stop. <laughs> but that's not the opposite of what an engine does, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you step on it and it goes in reverse. This is... Because that's making me think, like, if you put an inverted car into reverse, would it drive forward? And, but, okay. Now, let me take it a step further. How do you stop an inverted car? You... You pretend you have pressed the brake. You pretend you, 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 <laughs> you take your foot off the brake. You take your foot off the brake. Yeah. It's like the brake just does one thing. It doesn't matter if it's inverted or not. It absorbs energy. It's like a, it's, it's a brake is like the wall that the bullets are slamming into. It's either being depressed or it's being, um, uh, released. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where if the energy is forwards or backwards, it's absorbing that energy either way. You had said uh, early on in this podcast <laughs> that the the problem with this movie is the uh, it's like inverted objects with no what did you say do you agency? Remember? They don't with have no agency. Yeah, they don't understand <laughs> that they have to act inverted. <laughs> but this car seems to know. Okay, I have to go. I have to go pick up Sater down the road. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to create a paradox. But like, so from Sater's perspective, hold on a second. Sater's perspective, he comes out of the turnstile. He unshoots Cat. I actually have a problem with that now. We'll get back to that. <laughs> he unshoots Cat, and then he takes Cat, and he leaves. Then, at some point, Cat is, from that perspective, taken by some other goons. Sater and a goon go off, hop into a car so that they could reverse 
get into the moving Audi again from Seder's perspective. Cause at like, you know, at at some point Seder's like, oh hey, we have to go catch up to the Audi that that the protagonist and Kat are in. Right? Or that Kat is in. This yeah, the yeah, protagonist well, isn't isn't in it. The first thing he does, because the protagonist told him it's in the BMW, the first thing he does is go there to drop off Kat into the Audi and search the BMW. That's why the goons had to get Neil out of it. Because we see him do that. That's the first place he looks. Then we have to assume he goes and looks someplace else. And then he has to get into the Audi that is driving down the highway. How many inverted satyrs do you think are in the scene? Is it just one or is there multiple? Just, no, there's just one. It's, 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 it's not like Neil at the end where he switches halfway. He's just, yeah. he, he's going full on. He's going only going through it in, invertedly. Just once inverted. Just once. He's just on the blue team. Okay. Except for in the interrogation scene. Right. I guess like I want to see this scene like first person from Seder's perspective the entire time, start to finish. Because yeah. yeah. like also thinking about the reverse shooting cat, right? Mm-hmm. So like he goes through the turnstile and he unshoots cat, but cat is not inverted. So she just gets shot by an inverted bullet. Yes. I don't understand, but then like, but then Kat gets kidnapped and goes on You're a car right. chase, but she can't. It doesn't make sense because she's not inverted. There is a paradox there. Like, did he, because when he comes out, she's already shot and he has to unshoot her. So it's a chicken or the egg who actually shot her because it already happened from his perspective when he gets around the turnstile and he has to undo it. So like, did he, is it because he decided to do it before he got in the turnstile that it happened on the other side? Yeah. It's that same question about how Neil gets shot, right? He, he has to happen almost on accident. It can't happen on purpose. Because um, Volkov, when Volkov shoots Neil at the end, he thinks he's shooting the protagonist and Neil resurrects from the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rises again. An allegory for Christ, which we <laughs> delved into. <laughs> All hail Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Batmanson, <laughs> savior of us all. <laughs> Vengeance himself. <laughs> all right. So what we don't understand is Cat in this scene. And we don't understand how the Audi got to where it is. So how it starts protagonist, moving. Yeah. yeah like, like how, like, but like, again, like that means it was just there, like turn sideways on a highway. Like here's this inverted Audi <laughs> on the highway that we're relying on the protagonist to get in so that he could unhit the accelerator to get it moving onto the highway so that Seder could get into it later. So I, I, okay, here, here's my one last digit at explaining this. Let's say, like I said, a brake is an energy absorber, 
right? It it, yeah. it absorbs all the energy that the the potential energy that the car has built up, right? So by depressing the brake, it somehow releases that in, you know the energy itself is inverted, so it releases that energy into the wheels to make them go forward from the car's perspective, backwards from our perspective. Um, yeah, they shouldn't have inverted cars. <laughs> they shouldn't have be able to invert inanimate objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know guns look cool, but as soon as we get to cars, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it would be a lot cooler if that was... Yeah. I think there is a movie to be made where there's no guns in this universe or they can't use guns when they get inverted because the guns themselves don't have energy. So you can only use stabbing weapons, right? Uh, sure. What happens like in, if you invert like a cell phone? <laughs> you have to dial in reverse or that's you have to text backwards. You have to. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Use a sad face emoji. Otherwise, <laughs> do you do you swipe right instead of left? Oh my god! <laughs> hmm. uh, my name's Neil or Lean. I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy long walks backwards on a beach. <laughs> Must speak inverted Ukrainian. Uh, <laughs> oh man, is that the end of your minute? That, yeah, I'm done. It ends when they're walking into the turnstile. I just want, I just backtracked a little bit to discuss how the brake works in an inverted car. Um, yeah, just add that to the list of complicated things. Let us know what you think. God, add please tenant do. men <laughs> or on the tenant subreddit. Uh, we are over time, so we have a thank you all for it. <laughs> there's a there's a tenant Reddit. We're, we're... There's a tenant Reddit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, subreddit, isn't that? It, that's a, yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't have a tenant men subreddit. That's what I was. There's a ten- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow, rate, review on whatever service you found us on, and rest assured, we will continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week along with top 10 Ridley Scott movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, And until then, we'll see you at the beginning. I'll see you at the beginning, friend.